The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter bet. NBA, college basketball and the NHL, they've got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com and use the promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com and the promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bets, providing insights, analysis and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you never miss a pick. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV and sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is your home for no VIG betting. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com and use the promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com and the promo code SGP. You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can follow me on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. I am the host of all the podcasts over at the Soccer Gambling Podcast. So make sure you check out Das Bundesliga Show, the EPL Show, and the Champions League Show as well. Also check out my website, lockbetting.com, where I've led my members to 92. Three consecutive months of transparent tracked profit. That's right. For 93 months, I have delivered my members a profit 93 months in a row. And February has been a big one. Destroyed the tennis in the Australian Open. Went six and three with our futures, including picking the two winners of the men's draw and the women's draw as well with Osaka and Djokovic coming through. That included taking Djokovic in the middle of the tournament at five to one when it looked like he was injured, but obviously he wasn't injured enough to not win the Australian Open. We also had 12 winning days out of 14 in that tournament. We've had 26 winning days in tennis out of the last 30. We've won nearly every night in the NBA. We've got 22 winning months out of 26 days in February. We had a 15-1 NBA day on the 21st of Feb. We are pulling things back in the soccer after a poor end to the month of December. We had a decent January and a strong February as well. And of course, the Champions League and the Europa League shows are back. And uh, we had a 19-3 lot record across the Champions League and the Europa League, including landing 15 units 
units in futures as well. So there is no better time to sign up. March the 1st is your best day to sign up because you get the entire month. I always say to people, sign up at the beginning of the month so you get a full month because Patreon will bill you if you sign up halfway through the month anyway, but it wouldn't have mattered in February. Had you signed up on the 20th of February, you would have got a landslide 15 in one day in the NBA on the on the 21st of Feb as we continue to destroy these picks and these props. Six, out, six and one with our one unit plays in the NBA from our last seven. And we're also 73% in the NHL. I've bought in an NHL guy who's absolutely destroying it. But you're here to listen to the fight show, so you're interested in combat sports. In boxing, we are absolutely flying at the moment. I'm currently on a 21 and 6 run with boxing bets and we look to add another winner today as we break down this fight with Canelo Alvarez returning to a boxing ring. Just 10 weeks ago, Canelo Alvarez was boxing against Callum Smith and he's back here to fight again. He has parted ways with Oscar De La Hoya, but you can still see him fighting on the zone at the moment. This is a bit of a strange tomato can fight here for Canelo against Avni Yildirim, where Canelo is the 1-50 to favourite. Yildirim is available at 12-1, to and it's 33-1 to on the draw. Canelo is 1-20 to to get a TKO KO stoppage here, 8-1 to on points. Yildirim is 16-1 to to knock Canelo out, and he's 25-1 to via decision. Now, Yildirim has significant advantages here in this fight, including his reach, but that did absolutely nothing for Callum Smith, who's a much better fighter than Yildirim, who was knocked out by Chris Eubank Jr. So Chris Eubank Jr. has wanted this Canelo fight for a long time, but he hasn't got it. Yet a man that he knocked out is getting the fight before him. So as I said, very, very odd fight here for Canelo. As we look at the rest of the markets here, the bookies do fancy Canelo to win this one early. If we look at the round betting, Canelo in rounds one to three is as short as two to one. And then you're also getting two to one for Canelo to finish this in rounds four to six. Seven to nine then gives you seven to two. And for Yildirim to make it to rounds 10 and 12 to lose to Canelo in those rounds is available at 16 to one. Yildirim is 50 to one in all of those categories. Rounds one to three, four to six, seven to nine, or 10 to 12. If we look at the uh, gr- the Group B round betting market in rounds one to four, Canelo is available at evens. And then at five to eight, which is where I think this fight may end. And I think there's more value here. This is available at six to four. And then you've got nine and 12, where it's eight to one. Again, Yildirim is 50 to one in all of those categories. If you bring it a little bit wider, Canelo is one to two to finish it in rounds one to six and Yildirim to get past that round and for Canelo to stop him in seven to 12 is available at three to one. There is some value there because it may take Canelo some time to get into the inside and to work Yildirim out. And I think the, the bookies are put off here by, and, and I'm not giving Yildirim a chance because he has been inactive and he was knocked out by Chris Eubank Jr. And they are regarding Canelo as a more superior power puncher than Chris Eubank Jr. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Is Canelo a better boxer than Chris Eubank Jr.? Yeah, of course he is. Of course he's a better boxer than Chris Eubank Jr. But 
I don't know if he has a lot more power than him. Canelo hasn't exactly been taking his opponent's heads off as of late. If you look at the record that Canelo has put together as of late, he actually only has a 29% knockout rate since 2017. So whereas Yildirim isn't quite on the level of most of the guys that Alvarez has faced. He's not on the level of Danny Jacobs, or Callum Smith, and certainly not on the level of Golovkin. He could hang around here past the, the first four rounds, and therefore this would give you significant value on everything outside of Canelo finishing this fight inside of the first nine to 12 minutes of this fight. For me, when you look at this fight, you have to wonder what is going on here. Why is Canelo fighting twice inside 10 weeks? And why on earth is Yildirim getting this title shot? His last fight, he ended up losing to Anthony Durrell. That doesn't put you in as a candidate to take on Canelo. Prior to that, off the back of being knocked out by Chris Eubank in the third round of the World Boxing Super Series in the Super Middleweight quarterfinal, he did end up going on a five-fight win streak after that before he lost to Darrell. And of course, going into that Super Series, he was undefeated. So he did have some pedigree. He was a respectable fighter. Otherwise, you don't get invited to the Super Series. And he did bounce back from that defeat with some wins. But he hasn't bounced back from the Darrell loss. And yet he gets this fight against Canelo here. It's very, very odd matchmaking. And as I said, Alvarez obviously carries a lot of power. But it's his boxing skills that has made him the number one pound for pound fire in the world plus unlike the other people in the pound for pound conversation when he stepped up he has won Lamachenko lost recently and Lamachenko's loss to Lopez puts him out of the conversation Errol Spence and Terence Crawford will not fight each other. So for me, that puts them out of the pound-for-pound pound conversation until they fight each other. Canelo has beaten everybody. Whether it be disputed or not, he did beat Triple G. But because they were close fights, Triple G is still in and around the pound-for-pound pound conversation because he is lobbying for a third fight. But at least they fight each other, unlike Spence and Crawford. And I don't think that's Spence and Crawford's fault. I think that's down to the promoters. The same thing for Anthony, Joshua, and Tyson Fury. That fight is all down to the disputes between DAZONE and ESPN. Triple G and Canelo managed to get it on. And there's nobody that Canelo won't fight. And his boxing skills have been at the forefront as of late because he has fought high-caliber opponents like Jacobs, like Smith, like Triple G. And obviously that has lowered his knockout rate down to 29% since 2017. But Yildirim obviously represents an opportunity for Canelo to get the knockout tonight. I have no doubt in my mind that he does. The distance usually represents value to me and I'm always looking for big-time boxing fights to reach the distance. This one won't. But I'm still looking for the over here. I'm still looking for Yildirim to be respectable. I still think that he is being disrespected here by the odds makers. And as I said, he has key advantages in this fight. And Canelo will have to close that distance down. Obviously, he found that very, very easy against Callum Smith. Although even that did take some time. Here, if it does take that time again, if it does take him three or four rounds, you cash. Callum Smith needed to virtually go the distance, or I think the over-under line on that fight was 9.5 rounds. 
You don't have to go anywhere near that here to, to cash. If this fight goes over four rounds, then, then you essentially win your over underline. Fifth round or over is the 10 to a 10 to 11, 10 to 11 spit here. Minus 110, minus 110. So under five rounds is at 10 to 11. And for this fight to finish in the fifth round or over is also at 10 to 11. So you need Yildirim to stand there and negotiate 12 minutes with Canelo Alvarez with a significant rate reach advantage and a decent fight pedigree before those two losses. Now, the reason I don't think he belongs here is because if you're getting knocked out by Chris Eubank Jr. and you are losing to Darrell, you have no business being in the ring connect with Canelo Alvarez because you have no chance of winning. But do you have a chance of lasting 12 minutes in this fight? Absolutely, of course you do. And I don't think um, Yildirim is going to be stopped in these first couple of rounds. I think also Canelo himself, and this may sound a little bit corrupt, but that's the kind of business that we're, we're looking at here when you're looking at the boxing business business when you're looking at fighters winning fights on the cards in their own hometowns or if they're promoted by certain people or they have big look ahead fights we see that all of the time this is somewhat of a corrupt sport and perhaps we may see some reverse corruption here where Canelo Alvarez does take it easy here for the first couple of rounds because the press conference this week has been littered with the same question why is this fight even happening it's been 10 weeks since you last fought Yildirim really doesn't have the the pedigree or the resume to be in the ring with you why are you taking this fight and questions have been fired at Canelo and Canelo's actually made a case here. He's had to go and defend his own opponent and say that he deserves his fight. He's going to be very, very dangerous in the opening rounds. And perhaps we may see something here where, where Canelo plays up to that and where Canelo isn't looking to knock his opponent out early because, you know, if he does get a one or two round, first or second round knockout here, then all of the critics will be proven right. And almost Canelo gets nothing from that. Canelo doesn't need to be getting one or two round knockouts in this stage of his career and proving everybody white who are criticizing the choice of opponents. So, I don't think it's beneficial here for Canelo to get that early finish. And I don't necessarily think he's going to be headhunting early doors to make all of those questions look right. Obviously, if Yildirim comes out like a madman and Canelo is right about that approach and he goes headhunting Canelo, Canelo's obviously going to have to do what he can to stop himself being knocked out and put an end to this fight. But for me... If we're looking back at uh, this is a very odd example. But if we're looking back at the Mayweather Conor McGregor fight, I feel that was a fight where Mayweather could have honestly taken Conor out whenever he wanted to. Now a lot of people will be angry about that. We've got a lot of Conor McGregor fans who actually think that he genuinely lasted ten rounds of Floyd Mayweather. I can tell you that he didn't, and I can tell you that Mayweather probably could have finished that anytime he wanted to, or perhaps he didn't even bother training properly for that fight because Conor McGregor had no chance. And, and the same goes here for Yildirim. This isn't a a Buster Douglas situation where we're going to be talking about the the end of um, of Canelo Alvarez's unbeaten run. Now Canelo Alvarez, obviously, as you know, only has one defeat in his entire career. That came against Floyd Mayweather, and since then he hasn't lost a fight. Although obviously there has been debatable decisions against Triple G, but we're not going to be talking about Yildirim ending the run. What we may be talking about is Yildirim being a more respectable opponent than he was than, than the respect he was given by the press going in, and. In order to do that, I think it's respectable here for Yildirim to clear the over-underline. Therefore, my pick for this fight will be to take the over four rounds here in this one. So all you need to do 
is get to the fifth round and Canelo can stop this at any point after that, be it round five, six, seven, eight, nine, or even if it goes to the scorecards, which it won't, you can cash. So that is going to be the play here on this show for the fifth round of the fight to start. And that is available at 10 to 11. Elsewhere on this card, we don't really have too much to talk about. Zeliai Zhang, the undefeated Chinese prodigy, will be looking to fight for the heavyweight strap in the future. So his upcoming fight will have a crucial role to play in that. It's a battle between two southpaws as Zhang puts his clean record on the line here against Jerry Forrest. But for me, this is just to draw in some Chinese buys here for this card because obviously this fight is being written off. This main event is being written off as uncompetitive. Therefore, you're looking for buys wherever you can get them. Zeli Zhang is one to five favorite here with Jerry Forrest at four to one. He's five to four to win it via knockout and five to four via decision, whereas Jerry Forrest is eight to one via knockout and six to one via decision. This is just a 10 round fight, but I still think that Zhang will get to win this within the distance. As I said, he is an undefeated fighter and he's looking to get a heavyweight shot here, a heavyweight title shot here in the future off the back of a big win. 22 fights, 22 wins, 17 via KO. He's six foot six. Chinese, he's a Chinese superstar, but he is 37 years old, so time is running out. I frankly think that it will be a big money fight if he does end up getting to that title shot, and a lot of the top heavyweights will be interested in it. But I don't think Zhang can really compete. Uh, I don't also, I also don't think that this fight that he's taking here is by any way a eliminator fight at all. I think there's still a couple more rungs up the ladder. But as I said, as he is from China and he is an undefeated heavyweight, it will be a big money fight if he is able to climb that ladder and get himself to the to, to a heavyweight title shot which he will ultimately lose in my opinion but here he has to get past this stepping stone and I will think he will continue to to win and I do think he'll be able to get the stoppage here at five to four but other than that there isn't really too much to write home about I guess the theory is that Canelo can sell the fight himself because he is the biggest name in boxing because he is the pound for pound number one but I don't think he's going to face most competition today but neither do the press, but I am giving Yildirim a little bit more respect than other people. And as I said, the lock here on this show will be for the fifth round to start. So we are looking for Yildirim to navigate 12 minutes for us here before he's ultimately knocked out by Canelo. That's it for me and this edition of the Fight Show, guys. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.